2: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Redmen TV. It is the uncensored match build-up for West Bromwich Albion versus Liverpool Football Club. And we're all in a great mood this morning. I'm your host, Ross Channing, joined today by Georgia Stevens, John Machen and Callum Sanderson. No Paul Chris this morning. You might be wondering why they're out doing fun stuff. Um... But it's not. This isn't fun. Sorry, um, but I can tell you why. Because <laughs> breaking news from about forty-five minutes ago: um, Robbie Fowler and Jamie Carragher have saved Melwood. Uh, the famous old boys will base their college academy there and use it as a famous. the famous training pitch as part of a community prospect that will rescue the legacy of LFC's former training ground. To um, so basically, they bought it. They're going to use the, use the pitches and run out about Georgia. Um, it, it's a it's a bit bit out of nowhere because. I, last I heard, I thought they sold it, they were going to make new houses on it, but just before we get into the game and stuff, but it's, it's excellent news, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's great
3: news. I mean, I don't think anyone would be upset about that. It's great for Liverpool to, to keep that heritage. Yep. I mean, Melwood's for everyone. It's just, I mean, as great as the new care facility is and everything like that, it, it, it broke a lot of hearts so when we moved away from Melwood. So the fact we've got two legends owning it now. Pretty cool. Yeah. And
2: we've got the option to go and train there as well, John. Now everyone just goes to Kirby and just gets injured apparently. <laughs> that, that, yeah. that's a thing. So but I think George is right. You know, that legacy, that thing that, you know, we you know, we don't know any different apart from Melwood, the stories, the you know, what what comes with it, it's important that that stays in, the, in Liverpool heritage, as George just says. Yeah,
1: you've got you've got somewhere to banish players to when they <laughs> make, mess you up. Yeah. And you get, uh, you're late for training, go to Melwood. <laughs> um, but I mean, it's great for the community. We shouldn't forget, you know, yes. that they really didn't want, you know, a pile of new houses banging in there with all the traffic and, and all the rest of it. Um, so that's, it's fantastic for them as well, as well as for, you know, for kids who, who get the opportunity to play there. And, you know, Robbie Fowler's Academy is at uh, the Aquatic Centre Lifestyles. And wave tree at the moment, and those kids really get on my nerves when I go. So, okay. great <laughs> they ship him out. Okay, uh, <laughs> Have you got shares in this, John? Is that, is that what's going on? I didn't. <laughs> you you, broken did you doing. Doing.
2: Robbie, just buy Melwood for us, please, mate. Yeah, good call. Um, on the on the football, Callum, we're all in it. We're all in a great mood. We just beat Manchester United. We just just on the final word. Um, top four is back on. It's it's been a wild couple of days. Arsenal did us a favour. We went to Old Trafford and won a game of football because that's that's a thing apparently with you know fifth and sixth choice centre backs. Um, now we've now we face West Brom. Um, I'm not going I'm not confident <laughs> it's their bogey side. Um, but you know we have to go into this with with hope. Yeah, we do. I mean, it's I'm over the
4: moon, obviously, about Man United, obviously. But as soon as the game finished, it was like oh, I can celebrate this, but. We still have to win three more games. Like if this was the game to get us into the top four, then I'd be the happiest person in the world right now. But it's like can we can we actually win the next three? Can can we actually do it? Because all season you've been threatening to go on a run and you haven't. <laughs> please just do it now. Just make my year, please.
2: Just get us <laughs> top four. Okay, right. Before we get into the show, we start talking about predictions and West Brom and Liverpool. What happens and Callum leaves. Um, <laughs> anyway, if we do have, we do have a sponsor for the show. It's backed by Super Six and they the hold the L. Uh, this week, Paul and Chris went on that either, but they did discuss the uh, greatest Premier League teams ever. Uh, I think the treble winners were in uh, there. Centurions of Manchester City and obviously the Invincibles of Arsenal. Here's a little clip from that.
3: With all due respect,
2: United didn't spend £400 million pounds just on a defence, just to build that team. They didn't
4: spend £650 million just to even get to that point of this Centurions that have ultimately won a lot of games, which I don't, listen, I take nothing away from that. It's an incredible achievement. But ultimately, it's a stat padding record. It doesn't matter at the end of the day when you compare it to winning the Champions League, winning the FA Cup, and winning the league as well. That is the greatest team of all time in the Premier League. Everyone says...
2: Yeah. Okay, that is the Hold the L show for this week. Uh, do make sure you go and check that out. The link will, should be in the description, if not, then I blame Tom. Um, but just, let's have a quick discussion on that. And know Liverpool obviously weren't involved in that conversation, Georgia. And I had a discussion with Tom before of... <clears throat> This is me being mature. Of, uh, I can appreciate the treble side. I can appreciate the centurions. I can appreciate the invincibles. Like for me, there's, there's like I don't want someone has to be one standout but that, that that is such as content is. But if you were to pick one, who would you pick and why? Or would you throw someone else in there? Because I think Leicester could be in there. Chelsea, oh four, oh five.
3: I'd probably go with Leicester because I think the invincibles. is too young to, to you know, oh, to okay. have any affinity. Yeah, Sorry. One, yeah. um, but yeah, I think for me, Leicester, I remember watching that season kind of from start to finish and just not believing it until until it was done and, and just... I think that was something that I really remember watching and thinking this is this is a bit of history like you know to think that side and what they did and now you only have to look at where a lot of those sides are if they're not at Leicester still yeah. I mean Mares has, has really gone strength to strength since then so I think for me probably probably the Leicester side.
2: Okay the right answer is Liverpool who won the Champions League World Cup Super Cup and and the Premier League yes, in we, the midst of a it'll pandemic. It'll age
3: like a fine wine. Oh, okay. And it'll be for generations to come.
2: Just like me. Anyway um John let's <laughs> On to this game. Carl mentioned it there, you know, beating Manchester United is, is great and wonderful. Um, but coming up against the Bowie side, coming against Big Sam and his gravy train of defenders that just won't let us play football um is is another battle, isn't it?
1: It is, but i have really no idea how they're gonna play. I mean they're they're at home, they've got nothing to play for, they're already down. Sam failed to save them from relegation for the first time ever. I just don't know. I mean I watched a few of their games later in the season before they were actually confirmed to go down. And they played some really nice football and were quite dangerous. So I, I'm I'm wondering whether he might just think, Oh to hell with it, let's have a go. I yeah. hope he does. I think that'd be brilliant. Um yeah. but we all remember the game in Anfield, you know, where basically they just um, stopped us playing and then scored, you know, a late goal. Um and uh, you just never know, do you? But we we've got the incentive that we know winning three games will get us top four. So let's yeah,
2: hope. It's, it's dangerous, Callum, isn't it? You know, we, we did some cliches on the final word. I'm going to throw some more at you. John John's mentioned it there. You know, they've been relegated. It's confirmed. It could be they're on holiday, put the feet up. But it doesn't matter. They're not fighting for anything, like John says. Or it could be the pressure's off them, the shackles are off. Big Sam, like John says you know, might just choose to kind of go for it, start working on stuff for next season. <laughs> You know, uh, again, you know, anti football championship ma- ma-
3: starts now. Ma- yeah, yeah, <laughs>
2: pretty, 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 pretty much. It's it's quite it's quite a dangerous mix. And like I said before, you know, them and Burnley the next two games coming up, but also them and Burnley have been the template of how to frustrate Liverpool. In my mind's eye, I think he's going to stick to, to kind of what he knows. But it's you know, Liverpool beat my United as like I said before, full of, full of confidence. I think I think more importantly, we have to approach this maybe slightly differently? Yeah, I
4: think even though West Brom haven't got anything to play for, Sam Allardyce is their manager and he's he, he made no secret about it over the years. Really he hates Liverpool and he'll do anything in his power to make sure we don't achieve the targets that we set out. Um, obviously, the game at Anfield was one of the worst games I've watched of football this season and there have been some bad ones, but they they literally just came just to stop us scoring. They didn't care about scoring. They just got a lucky goal and that was it. Do you think? Come. On. I actually think... No, go on. Keep going. Sorry, go on, mate. Um, I actually think the fact that they've got nothing to play for, quote-unquote, will actually make it a more entertaining game. And I actually think some of the players in their team will actually be trying to play for a move as well, potentially, so they can stay in the Premier League. So that's another thing to consider. But it's a game we should be winning on paper, but as we've
2: seen this season... Nothing is played on paper, so it'll be interesting to see how Sam, they turn uh, Sorry, up Callum, are you trying to suggest that they don't want to play for Big Sam or in the championship, and they, they might want to leave. What? <laughs> um, I need my lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> you needed your lawyer ten minutes ago. We're having a chat off screen, mate. George, I, I, again, I, I keep coming back to because I'm still I'm still buzzing from last night, and you know I mentioned on the final word the fact that you know jotters on the score sheet, Bobby's on the score sheet, Sal's on the score sheet again. I think that the importance of that can't go underestimated. We're in the business end of the season. The doors back over the top four. We can go into this with with hope and you know, I think concerns of you know a, a, two blocks of four. You know we've, we've seen it before. No shots on target, that sort of thing. But in terms of you know we said before confidence, momentum. You know it, that win last night was was huge, wasn't it?
3: Yeah, and it's not just the top three as well. I think we we've also got Fabinho looking like he's comfortable in his role again in the Holden, which we've touched on again in the final word, frees up Tiago massively. He's starting to kind of play the football that that we've seen and, and we wanted. Um, And I think you're seeing Trent as well coming into form. I think there's a lot of players on the Liverpool side, as frustrating as it is towards the end of the season, who are kind of find on their feet again. And I think, again, that, that win last night is massive for us going into this game because we're starting to play a bit more like a Liverpool side.
2: Yeah, and like you said before, John, you know, it's it's win or bust at this point, isn't it? We've, I think we said this quite countless times in the past couple of weeks, but because that door is still open, you know, we can talk about Burnley, we can talk about you know Chelsea playing play Leicester, but those games don't count if we don't win this one.
1: Yeah, I mean, on Twitter last night, someone had gone to the trouble of working out, well, he actually worked out before the United game, instead of everyone won all their games. Yeah. and then what the scenario would be, dependent on what the results of the Leicester Chelsea game are. You know, a win either way or a draw. And in every scenario, if we win our three games, we finish fourth. The only the only possible um, thing against that would be goal difference. Um, so we've got we've got a game more than either of those. So that's an opportunity for us to score more goals. So that I mean the players will know this. The players know that the. They're in in great form at the moment. You know, for the first time all season, you know, I don't know how long it is now since they were beaten, but it must be at least seven games. They're, you know, they're they're on top form, they're scoring goals and they've got a great formation and they must think, you know, all we need to do is win these three games and we're the best team in the country still on our day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, I mean... We, we should be. I mean, but we're playing three of the toughest games for us. Yeah. Because these teams give us trouble. You know, West Brom, Burnley, and Crystal Palace, you couldn't make it up.
2: No. Yeah. yeah. I'd be a bit more confident about last night than I am. The, the remaining three. But, you know, again, <laughs> we, we talked about it, Calvin. It's the hope that kills you. And just on the flip side of uh, the West Brom stuff, like, I know it's a cliches, but also getting relegated is, is mentally kind of tough to take. You know, their form recently, I think, you know, they beat Southampton a couple of weeks ago. But they've lost to, lost to Leicester, drew with Villa, drew with Wolves, lost to Arsenal, you know, of all people who aren't really high. Well, for Arsenal's form is pretty decent, actually, to be fair to them. But again, it's, you know, it's defeat after defeat. Morale goes, goes slightly down. We, we can joke about it all we want of, you know, they might rest or whatever, but, you know, you've just been relegated from the from the Premier League in, in a manager that you brought in to stop you from doing that, whose record before was not to get relegated, and it's and it's happened. So, you know, their, they, their confidence could be on the floor. Yeah, as bad as this is going to sound, I, I hope it is.
4: Because yeah. I, 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 I want it, us to win this game. I really... <laughs> it, it, we need to win this game. And if, if their confidence is low, we need to make sure we really get about the game and we really take it to them. I mean, as John said, we're, we're in really good form right now. We need to take advantage of this and really show why we are one of the best
2: teams in, in Europe. I'm all for that. You know, just just yeah, just... Yeah, just get it done. It can't come quick enough. Uh, We're going to go to a little break now, but before we do, there's a little trivia question. George, don't... Jump in with an answer like they did before. Uh, There are 18 players that have played for West Brom and Liverpool. There's like loads that you just won't get. I only want you to name five of them. If you can, get them in the comments. Um, But before we do, yeah, a little break. uh, Paul sat down with James Pearce to talk through some Liverpool transfer business, the latest on Canate, and some other bits. It's out on redmantv.com now. Uh, There's some other stuff that's coming out very, very soon, which I'll tell you at the end of the show. But if you're not subscribed, I know this is biased. I know I work here. I know I get paid to be here and say, say these things. But honestly, the amount of content that's coming out over the next couple of weeks is Phenomenal. Um, go and get subscribed, watch this little clip and see what you think. We did have a trivia question before the break. 18 players, Georgia. I said name five of them.
3: <laughs> Scott Carson.
2: Well done. <laughs>
3: Thank you. Bet you were guessing and, for that uh, one, will you? Yeah, we're so I got, got, got
2: the answers. What was the other one that you said before?
3: John. John knows this.
1: Oh, one, go on, go on John. you well, Nicky and Elka, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas oh, and Elka.
2: And we had a discussion in the break. Callum Callum says he's got six. No pressure, yeah. mate. Go on. So I had I had those two. Um, yeah, questions. Yeah, sure. No, right,
4: mate. <laughs> Sturridge on loan. Yeah. Um, Chris Kirkland. Oh, ah. Yeah. Um, Lambert. Yeah. And if I'm not mistaken, Nicole. Steve Nicole.
2: Steve Nicole, Yeah. You finished looking at your phone now? Uh, yeah. No, no, no! Look, my list. I've got my list. Got a few oh, see, cards see, okay. off screen.
1: Sorry, as
2: well as well as the list, right? What else have you got next to you, Callum? Show you is what well, you got. My, my phone is here. Yeah. No, where's where's your Bobby mask? Oh, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll, just I'll, randomly. My uh, my homie. There you go. Just just, <laughs> there just in case the people know. Yeah, well the done. Team. Yeah, uh, you got you got <laughs> Daniel Sturridge, Nicholas and Steve Nicol. You got Ricky Lambert. You got Chris Kirkland. You got David Burroughs.
3: I forget Ricky Lambert played for us, you know? Yeah. Fever Dream.
2: Someone else, Andre (laughs) Wisdom. for them as well oh yes so there we go bit, a bit of knowledge there for and you Nicholas oh, Yeah, Nicholas Inolka, <laughs> Georgia yes he did yeah right <laughs> on to Liverpool uh, team news and Klopp's press conference is at half twelve so um, we should know a bit more then injury concerns Georgia um, copy and paste from the past six months quite a lot of them mm-hmm. uh, I think Kabak is the only I say concern um, I'm not I think I'm <laughs> thinking <laughs> of, of Rhys Williams and, 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 and Nat Phillips after last night's performance but again it's a, a difficult test for them especially, especially Rhys Williams Teams, in all seriousness because you know I, I, I've stacked Sam Elias' teams off I will continue to do that um, but uh, you know a physical side tall physical side against an inex- inexperienced kid set pieces you know even just like you know kind of interplay is it, going to be tough for him not going to give him an easy time you know I think, I think you'd rather have Kabak still wouldn't you?
3: Definitely in terms of physicality Kabak's obviously leaps and bounds above Reese at the moment because of the age difference experience the leagues they've played in as well but that being said, I mean, Reese Williams has just come off a back of a game where, not that he had them in his pocket, but he's just done well against one of the best strikers for a long time in Europe. I mean, Edson Cavani is no easy man to, to mark and to, to deal with and he <coughs> did really well with them. And I think for me, I, it, it's building on that and it's going into this game, knowing that you've just played against one of the, the toughest teams that we've had in the league for a while and you've done well against them, so... West Brom should be, should be you know within his capability.
2: Yeah. Have you got any any preference there, Johnny? You know, there's not a lot of other choices. But we'll come on to the, <laughs> the rest of the side in a second. But you know, I, again, I said before going to Manchester United that I would prefer to have Fabinho there. I'm like, I'm glad I was proven wrong, but I was nervous. I was nervous about Cavani. I was nervous about Rashford and Mason Greenwood. He's dealt with it well. He, you know, it's a test for him. Do you, do you stick with the with the same centre back partnership and and go again?
1: Yeah, I mean uh... I think I'm on record as saying, you know, um, I much prefer us to have two centre backs and play them, um, rather than a midfielder going back there, Um, because then you're messing about with two two parts of the team. Um, And I'm also a a great uh, believer in consistency. Mm -hmm. You know, playing the same guys as often as you possibly can. Um, Williams probably deserved his chance. I like him better on the left than than when he was playing on the right
0: Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? We'll we'll never we've know lost why. John there. We'll never know Tentac why to John prefers a- Reese on
3: John. the left. <laughs> Callum filling quick. <laughs> why does he so prefer Reese um, on the just, right?
4: Just, 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 just to add on to what John was saying, yes. we rehearsed this before we came on. The reason why John likes um <laughs> <laughs> on the left side. John's still here, he's just
3: sitting very still. <laughs> yeah.
4: He's listening to the he's him on the left-hand side is because his passing range is slightly better than that, so getting him out over on the left-hand side means he gets the ball to Robbo quicker. Plus, I also think Nat playing on the right probably helps with Trent being there because Trent obviously usually goes forward a lot more than Robbo does. Uh, so Robbo will cover Reese a bit more, him being on the left, whereas Trent kind of leaves a lot of space with his marauding runs going
2: forward. So I, I see the uh, logic. No shots for Ben Davies, who m- might potentially be fit for this one, Callum. Holy
3: hologram.
4: Um, I think he's cooking at the moment.
2: So. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's
3: thinking corn? about the corn. Yeah, yeah it's got yeah. that corn. Got defrost it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta, you yeah.
1: know.
2: Is that with the corn hamstring?
1: <laughs> Let's oh, move
2: on. John. <laughs> John, come back quick, save me. Um, George, you know, I mentioned it before. I personally, I would stick with the same team. I don't want to put any words with your mouth. But I think there's you know, there's a discussion to be had. We don't know James Milne just yet, but I think Kurt Jones, I've said for the past two, three weeks, should be in with a shout of, of starting this game. It's hard when you just played. What day is it? Thursday night, and then you're playing Sunday again, and then we're playing Wednesday. I know it's the final, final stages of the season, you know, but you still got to maintain that, that rhythm, but also that the, the fitness of, of players as well.
3: Yeah, I, I do see the shout for Kurt Jones. He he did well as well when he did come on. Got I, assist. I, I I think though for me it, it I'd much prefer the other midfield to stay the same. I I'd I'd love to see Thiago continue to play with that kind of freedom. Gini maybe maybe you know I, it didn't for me it was maybe not his best performance that we've seen especially in such a physical game. We we usually see him coming to his own but yeah I I'd give that three another run out and I don't see him playing on the wing. I don't see him shoving either Mane or Jota or even um Definitely not Mo. Yeah. Um. So I, I think for this game, no, I won't bring him back. But you know, if he continues to make those impacts coming off the bench, then yeah, better for us, isn't it? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Carl, are you sticking with that?
4: Yeah, I think so. Um, before the game, I would have I would have actually started Curtis Jones, but uh, it's a tough one because you do you want to disrupt a winning team, but at the same time, it's Two intense games in a few days.
2: I'd probably start with the same midfield. Yeah. Um. One discussion we had on the final word, which I know is getting talked about a lot on social media at the minute, is obviously the Saudi money stuff. Last night we 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 covered that on the final word anyway. But again, going into this game, we mentioned before. You know, he, he's his reaction to the Klopp might have annoyed a lot of people, but he's annoyed with himself. That's what we both said, didn't we, George? Of you know, he's missed a chance. He's fluffed it. He's again. He's. He's missed, he's missed that chance. He's not started the game. The other three have scored. His form hasn't been great. But we talk about freshening things up and someone kind of being pumped for a game, as, as it were. And I said before, take that energy from the final whistle at Old Trafford and take it into Sunday and go, go and show us on I mean, Jurgen Klopp that, you know, you do deserve to start games.
4: Yeah, again, it's the same thing, though, D you, you disrupt the hell, Caleb? come like, on. Know, uh, <laughs> well, think about it. Jota got a goal, Bobby got yeah. two, Salah got a goal. Think goal. Well, but at the same time, this is what we love. This is what we screamed about. We wanted depth where players can sort of mix and match or interchange and we still don't drop off in quality. So I would actually start Mane this game and I'd actually drop Bobby and just have the... just got two What's goals happened? what are you doing
3: rip that mask
4: <laughs> I know I'm, I'm, he's looking at me now as well is the mask is <laughs> looking at me with. yeah I think it, he's disgusted with me yeah. but I just think in this game I think if West Brom do come out at us and we've got three players who can break quickly against them, I think we destroy them. Yeah,
2: and, and equally, that's a really good point. That actually, cause I think in games where Bobby struggled, Georgia is because he's central in in the middle. And I talked about the two banks of four before. He gets the ball. Okay, he drops deep and, and tries to help out. But as soon as he turns around, he's just bodies in front <laughs> of him, and he he can't. He, you know, he's ineffective in, in that sense. So maybe maybe you know, Callum is right of rotating for this game. Um, and you know it might, it might be way forward. You know it,
3: that mask is going to watch him. Yeah. It's going to yeah. follow him yeah, yeah. everywhere. Now. Um, Doesn't it I've, I've, turned,
1: I've turned it over. I've turned <laughs> it over.
3: I, I I think I whether it's Bobby or not. I do agree. I think would start on Mane because I think Mane is a bit like Mo and what we've seen is when he's that little bit angry and when he's kind of that bit aggy you get a whole different kind of game out of him. And I think him going into a game that's going to be physical, that's going to be tough to break down, with that bit of energy and that kind of axe to grind, I think that could be a lot more dangerous than him coming off the bench yet again. Because so many things can happen in a game of whether you think you're bringing him on, at say 60 minutes and that's set in stone and before you know it, it's 70, it's 80. And and I think that's kind of what happens yeah. against United. And, and that may be the thing that, that stuck in as well. I mean, you don't know if, if Klopp said... You're getting this amount of minutes. You're coming on or you you kind of know when he's going to make his subs and things like that. So, I I do think Mane coming on and and starting this game would be a nice change. It's just who you drop and who you rotate. To be yeah. honest, because everyone's kind of final on on all cylinders. Yeah, I think
2: you might right, to you know they're, they're in form. I said before, you know confidence going into the final three games of the season. You know if you if you are Bobby, I don't I don't think it'll be Mo or or Jota. For the same reasons, you go and I've just, I've just, I've just scored at all traffic Like you know, I'm informed, like kind of play me. Whereas you know, I call it rotating because I don't, I just don't like the word dropping. But for for, for Mane, like it's it stacked against him. You know, he's, he's he's by his standards, he's been pretty poor this season. He, he did miss that chance, and then you know, there's an argument whether I don't want to blow out of proportion where the clock kind of goes. I, well, I don't like that reaction. So- to
3: be fair, to give to give possibly. To not put it to bed, but to, to one good thing is Klopp did come out and, and defend that reaction from Mane yeah. of saying that it was because of the...
2: He didn't have time to tell him.
3: He didn't yeah. have time to tell him. He didn't tell him properly and that's not something that he usually does or, or advocates to do. It it And that's not a new Klopp sticking up for his players. I think that whether that's just the public facing or whether that's his genuine reaction, I think that kind of bodes well for the fact that it, it's done, it's yeah. over.
2: Stop talking about it, Ross. Is that what you're saying? No, because content is content. <laughs> got three minutes out of that. Or, or Callum, you know, yeah. we've got the option of all four of them. You know, if, if West Brom do set up in the sense of, you know, oh, I like that, yeah. Ooh, if hello. Brom, if, if, Big, if Big Sam does do pile on the, on the gravy train, as I keep calling it, and just goes, you're not scoring a goal. <laughs> we'll tell you what, we'll put all four of them on and you can deal with that. Have Fabinho and Thiago sitting a bit deeper. Give Gini the rest.
3: If Big Sam doesn't come out with a crockery line after this, that that is gravy both. Big Sam's uh, gravy. Yeah. You, yeah. You're branding them Big
2: really yeah. Big That's what everybody <laughs> calls it. But, but the but the, op- the options there, come, And I've had the issue with that before. of Going if it doesn't work, and I think was it, I think it might be Real Madrid, or, or was it Newcastle that we played? I'm like we just we just couldn't kind of get it over the line. We played all four. Then you look at your bench and you go, going, well, Origi. Like he's he's on the bench and he's not on the bench, and he's in Shakir, he's not had the same minutes. You're losing an impact sub in that sense when you do that. But we need to win this game,
4: yeah. I mean, the thought of all four playing together is it's just it feels
2: oh, he's on we'll enough now know. as well. we'll this has been a disaster, know. we never know so, what it'll feel. Fill.
3: It fills his gravy jug. People... Oh, there exactly we,
2: we go. Am I Am What's
4: I the thought
3: of the four playing together? Uh, with. <laughs>
4: yeah, it fills me with joy. But I don't think um, we've done very well with all four of them. I don't think we've won a game where all four started together. So I don't know if we, this is a game to break that omen. But I just, I mean, even Mane. Mane is in reasonable form before last night. So I think he's got, he had two in three. So it's not like he was in bad form as such. But over the course of the season, I think he's been the worst attacker out of the bunch. But at the same I mean the the four, the front four, I mean you've really done you've done me there because that is my dream scenario. Okay. But it also worries me because if we don't break them down then we've kind of not got anything on the bench that I think
2: could break them down. Yeah, I'm I'm going all four. I'm going all out. Um oh. let's have a look at the other fixtures and I said this before. Brighton versus West Ham, Georgia. Um that's tomorrow at eight o'clock. Or, or, or Brighton, aren't we?
3: Tantalising game.
2: Well, it's <laughs> it might not be, but we could do we could do with a massive Brighton win there just to make oh, make, make the weekend a little bit easier. And again, going into some, Sunday afternoon is quite a nice time because fixtures might go our way again and then we can go actually, you know, make it make it count again.
3: Yeah, no, completely. And I think Brighton they're one of those teams that you could it could happen. You like you know you never really know with them and and how they play and I think there is a chance there, especially with kind of the way West Ham have been going recently, that they do get a result. And I mean, it's not really something I'll be tuning into, but I will be keeping an eye on it because you know we win all three. I think that's the the good thing about the result as well. Last night is it really does put it in our own hands. Like John said, goal difference aside. Yeah, but. You know, I, I really think we're in a strong position now of not kind of having to constantly keep one eye and 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 you know keep an eye on everyone else. Yeah, it's
2: going to be a stressful couple of weeks going into the end of this. Um, the other one that I've got down there, Callum, is Tuesday. Chelsea Leicester, obviously, I think it's the uh, the cup finals weekend, so they're not playing to play on Tuesday. Um, again, I put <laughs> I haven't got the be a brand of maths, but this game again, the Chelsea Leicester game will only matter is mean, only worth watching to put yourself through the the emotions if we win on Sunday. Yeah, indeed. Um, if we win on Sunday, then I want a 4-4 in that game. I want it yeah.
4: to be entertaining back and forth and a draining game for both teams. Yeah, okay, That's I'll, I'll,
2: I'll take that. Um, let's have some score predictions, George. Liverpool versus West Brom.
3: 4-0. 4-0? Yeah. Go ahead. Blimey.
2: One for each of the front four. But it's one, starting to
3: one for each of the front four, but Mane's going to come on.
2: Okay. Optimism, Callum. No. You... <laughs> Pressure's on, on me. What, no, what, are you, no, what are you going yeah. for?
3: Don't be a pessimist. You love your club, don't you, Callum?
4: Um, I'm going go to go 2-0 Liverpool. Okay, oh. I'm going to go, I'm gonna go hmm. 1-0. will
2: oh, boo! Just, I, I'm not bothered, just, just three, points. <laughs> three points. Yeah, yeah, Get the three points, get a goal, get out of there, go home, make it count. Mm. Um, I'll probably text John and ask him what his score prediction was because he, he has left us. Yeah, it's coming um... through. Uh, <laughs> 4 1. 4 1. Oh, John, John's going to see the goal. Thanks for that. Is, that, is, he, is, he, is he there? Is he? He's, he's, okay, yeah. good. Technology, eh? Um, disappoint anyone. Uh, let us know your thoughts, your predictions. Yeah? Oh, super chat. Sorry. Tom. Tom's shouting at me. Would
3: you like me to fill the signs with some David Gray? Yeah.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> uh, Scott Orps, Sorry. Thank you very much. Scott Orps, 30 US dollars. Uh, drop Bobby. What? Callum, seriously. money um, desperately needs to find his form. I'm running out of games, so I play him. Uh, I wouldn't drop Bobby as he's finally finding his. Um, yeah. That's you, told. Sorry. Yeah. I completely
3: agree. I hope Bobby so backs Someone's forever.
2: Someone's paid money to tell you off for <laughs> dropping Bobby, right? Yeah. Let that, let, Think yeah. about what you've yeah. done. You, you take next five minutes of your life, put that mask up against the wall, stare at Bobby, look at him in the eyes and tell him you drop him. <laughs> look and at his teeth. Look enough. into
3: that gleaming yeah. white and tell him no. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, all four, all four for me. Uh, yeah, thank you very much, Scott, as as always for supporting us and what we do. Uh, let us know your score predictions, your predicted lineups, or what you what you kind of go for. Would you go for the front four? Would you play money, or would you go stick with the team that beat Manchester United? And um, before I do go, I said about content. Um, we've got something huge coming up. It's been in the, in the work for months. I can't give too much away. Um, it's a Jordan Henderson ten years documentary that involves the big man Jurgen Klopp and many more names oh. that wish I could tell you. But it just can't. So get subscribed to redmentv.com. Watch all the content we've got so far. Loads of interviews, loads of documentaries online already, but soon we'll be coming out with we'll another teaser soon. But here's the first teaser of that documentary.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars